Welcome to International Podcast Month, or IPM. IPM 2019 is brought to you by our Indiegogo producers, Richard Kreutz-Landry, Robert Anderson, The Drinking and Screaming Podcast, The Ostium Network, Damian Sidlow, Max Kasparek, Aaron Keon, Kyle Decker, Rocky Lee, Ryan Bolter, and Neon Green Tiger. A very special thank you to all of our Indiegogo supporters and to the IPM organizational team. And now, on to the episode. Welcome to uh, this IPM creator chat. How are you? Uh, if you wouldn't mind for our listeners introducing yourself, tell us where they can find you. Hi, I am Lisette Alvarez. I am the creator of Kalila Stormfire's Economical Magic Services and the owner of Stormfire Productions, uh, which you can find at stormfireproductions.com. Um, and from there, you can find my other projects. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter at Lisette Walking. That is L I S E T T E, walking like you're walking a dog. <laughs> we saw some really cute dogs today now. Oh, so. yes. oh, oh. Uh, listeners, Podcast Movement has a uh, puppy uh, fence area. There's puppies. Um, there's puppies. Oh, there's, there's they're puppies. Really cute puppies. They're very cute puppies. And fluffy and sleepy. And it was the perfect way to kind of round off the. The, the morning. Yes. Um, after a day full of panels. So, <laughs> um, so uh, thank you for having this interview with me. Um, uh, also, I want to give a shout out. Thank you guys for letting me use your room like a recording studio. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> um, uh, I am very interested to talk to you about the magic um, uh, behind your podcast. Um, and the 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 witchiness that it that it is. Could you tell us a little bit about your background and uh, if you wouldn't mind? Yes, absolutely. So Kalila Stormfire is, um, and I've been very open about this in a variety of different contexts. Um, is absolutely rooted in my own spiritual and magical practice. Um, I actually wrote the first season as a capstone project for uh, what uh, my fellow students jokingly called witch graduate school <laughs> um uh, it, it wasn't really yeah it was it was a it was like a uh not a capstone so I did actually do the final project but it was was like uh oh I need something to kind of tie everything in so the entire season's actually based off of um, a lot of the lessons that I learned and the practices that I learned um during my time with uh Katrina Messenger who is the um uh, high priestess and um, elder teacher um, at that school, at the Reflections Mystery School. So over the past few years, I've um, been directly involved with um, community witchcraft <laughs> and uh, learning about myself and my own um, desires around the path in my life, my abilities to utilize magic and witchcraft to craft a world I want to live in, um, and craft stories the way that I want to craft them. So Kalila, in a lot of ways, reflects very real magic and real practices. And I, I try not to, to shy away from the fact that, yeah, um, a lot of the meditations, a lot of the spells, a lot of the, um, the work that Kalila does with her clients, um, some of the body work, the trances, those are real. Those are some of uh, most of them I've done myself. <laughs> so I'm not just like, you know, spouting off things that I, 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 uh, I'm pulling from anywhere. It is also part of my regular practice, even there, though there are like other more heightened aspects of fantasy, 
I really wanted to see real magic be portrayed mm-hmm. in an explicitly <laughs> fantasy world, mm-hmm. um, especially non-Western and non-white yes. um, practices <laughs> too, which is very important to me as uh, a Latinx person who has experiences with gods and practices um, that are not Western and not <laughs> or, or not originally Western white. Sorry, that's perfect. Thank you. Uh, um, uh, tell me a little bit about your uh, writing process. You you dictate a lot of of practices and and um, I guess rituals throughout the podcast um, that you said you you have done yourself. Um, I guess you put a little bit of your knowledge into the stories as well, uh, your experiences. Yeah, absolutely. So while I'm writing. Um, both the first and the second season I wrote, I, I, I'm the only writer on the show. Um, so when I, it is really on my own deadlines, it's on my own, Mm -hmm. uh, set of time. I do have a full-time job, so I have to balance writing with everything else in my life. Um, and usually what I try to do is, um, the past, for the past two seasons and now through the writing the third season, um, I've been working off of creating an outline and that outline is usually broken up into episodes which are in the the way that the the story is influenced Mm -hmm. um each episode is a theme that is very personal to my own Mm -hmm. life and lessons that i've been learning or 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 themes in my life that i've had to struggle or struggled with or encountered so the first season was specific to um, common themes over my first four years at this uh, witch graduate school. And then the second season was actually a combination of um, themes that are associated with the elements mm-hmm. and their combination. And the combination of like di- like a dichotom- dichotomies or different themes that, are, that fit within different kind of elemental mm-hmm. associations. Which can get really deep. I don't really, I, I, I <laughs> have not discussed this um, to other people of like, oh, well, why is this, why is the title of this episode, um, I don't know, it was like a body image and possession training. Like, why is, why is that there? I'm like, yeah, there's possession training in the episode, but like, why is body image involved? Like, and for me, a lot of those themes, um, as I'm writing, I simply let the titles influence kind of the either both the explicit and the mm-hmm. implicit direction of the story. Interesting. For well, me, it's almost like a like a prompt. Yeah. You know, like a story prompt? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how I feel about, um, I try to to bring forth the theme of the episode, like the, the concept. Right. To allow it to be a prompt. Right. I get that. Yeah. I actually wanted to talk to you about um, tarot and some of the Kickstarter rewards that you've done. Um, you did a handbound book for some of your 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 patreons uh i did it for for yeah it was indiegogo indiegogo yeah so it was at the indiegogo uh fundraiser for season two um yeah would you mind um i guess detailing your process for that 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 just seems very interesting because you did it by hand right yes yes Um, which maybe like looking backwards was like that was a lot of work (laughs) that i put on myself but um so when i've thought about uh, Patreon rewards mm-hmm. and Indiegogo rewards, I noticed that um, a, lo- a high amount of value, a lot of people, f- what people found valuable and like willing to kind of pay for mm-hmm. were those kind of direct um, p- 
personalized like tarot readings, spell bags, mm-hmm. um, a grimoire. Um, it really felt that that physical representation of the magic of the world mm-hmm. um, that I've created resonated with people. And of course, you know, we live in a capitalist hellscape, so <laughs> I have to think about money and like maximizing my mm-hmm. um, my margin. So making things myself, doing things myself Mm -hmm. is how I've kind of like cut my overhead. So uh, for the grimoire, Mm -hmm. I actually asked um, uh, David Reinstrom, who does Radio Drama Revival, Mm -hmm. his wife Jillian um, actually had some basic bookbinding skills Mm. that um, she was able to offer me. So we just spent kind of like like an hour and she just kind of, (laughs) Walked, you walked through me it. through the process. <laughs> it's actually quite simple once you get through it, but mm-hmm. um, it was. It, I also like. I'm not a crafty person, mm-hmm. but I like witchcrafty crafts. Yes, <laughs> so I like I like doing that and be and 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 offering that as a uh, as a perk for Patreon or as an incentive to support on Indiegogo. Um, it was something that I like, you know. I, I I found myself enjoying doing when I actually got around doing it. <laughs> um, uh, doing all of this yourself is a lot of work, yes. <laughs> and um, uh, I've learned it. But I'm learning a lot about trying to manage expectations around those types of things too, because mm-hmm. they do take also a lot of energy that a lot of people don't. I don't think necessarily that are especially with tarot cards, um, mm-hmm. tarot readings. People think like, oh, it's like you know, 20 minutes or just putting down cards it's not a lot of mental work in some ways it's not a lot of, it's not a lot of mental work but it's a lot of spiritual work yes um uh, when I do sit down and do tarot readings it is like an effort that is made so um that's also something that I, I've been trying to be a little bit more conscious of like mm-hmm. sharing not just like so acknowledging other people like hey this is I can only do so many right. with but before burning out right um as well as Hey, uh, you should probably also take care of yourself because a lot of people don't realize that it's uh, it is also a, an energetic, emotional experience. So, mm-hmm. um, same thing with making spell bags, spell bo- spell bottles, even the grimoires. Mm-hmm. It's, there's there's uh, there's magic in it. There's extra <laughs> energy involved in it in making it special. Mm-hmm. Um, but having that touch, at least for me, um, I just really like the idea of introducing people who may not frequently experience the mystery of magic. Um, to have a little taste. Yeah. So if I can do that through my Patreon, that's just like another bonus. <laughs> and so uh, you spoke today at, at uh, one of the panels at Podcast Movement about deadlines. Yes. How do you handle deadlines and stop yourself from getting burnt out? Or- Badly. <laughs> um, but trying to get better. Yes. Um, so, so here's yeah. a better question. How do you uh, practice in self-care? So for me, um, social media blackout, like a mm-hmm. media blackout, and that included, um, I, I did that in December when I was, I did get burnt out and mm-hmm. had writer's block and it was painful and emotionally, mentally, spiritually, yeah, all that. Um, I just decided to spend an entire month not on social media, not reading anything, mm-hmm. not writing anything except for journaling. Um, and not watching TV, not listening to podcasts, wow. nothing. So I had to figure out to fill my time. <laughs> and the way that I did that were things that were a little bit quieter, a little mm-hmm. bit more, um, I, I didn't feel like I was producing things except for I got really into baking. <laughs> and this is December, which was a perfect time of year to do some oh, yeah. baking. 
Um, but talking to talking directly to people I care about mm-hmm. as an introvert and also um, journaling, it was another way. Um, uh, sleeping a lot, <laughs> sleeping oh. a lot, which mm-hmm. actually was very very good. Um, and making sure that like I yeah, cooking was a big way that I could do something mm-hmm. like I could doing yoga. Um, doing uh, running and other types of exercise just like to realize like hey I can there's other parts of my life that's not just consuming media and outputting media Mm -hmm. because I think especially for um, with deadlines there's this idea and I I know many people talk about this in podcasting of like feeling the need to produce constantly Mm -hmm. so having a, a, a space and a time for me like to literally refuse to let myself think about media and let refuse to let myself engage with media kind of giving that breathing room and and reorienting myself to the rest of my life the rest of being a human being in this world so that's how I that's how I dealt with it um and pushing deadlines that's um realizing and and I'm trying to get better at in some ways even not setting a deadline Mm -hmm. which is very difficult someone with ADHD (laughs) um but uh really trying to figure that out especially is like the difference between setting a deadline that is impossible and that and that and setting enough of a deadline that gets you actually working mm-hmm. so I'm still figuring that out <laughs> one step at a time I guess yes <laughs> are there any uh podcasts specifically that you draw inspiration from um <laughs> I have a lot. would you like to talk about them? yes um so <laughs> The, I would say one of the, the, the first like kind of handful of, of podcasts that got me into thinking about doing a podcast was uh, Archive 81. Um, uh, I know it's like hor- a horror, <laughs> like fantasy, but the way they talk about music as an occult thing and mm. sound as an mm-hmm. occult function, like just got me all revved up. I was, I, I love that about Archive 81. Um, and just the, 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 the production of it is just top notch, very professional and very just high quality. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Point Mystic was also a, um, uh, you know, having that kind of magic, I know magic realism is maybe not directly what it's called or slipstream fiction right. people have used, yeah. um, uh, which I really liked. And I, I also draw a lot of inspiration from. I, um, currently, I've not been listening to a lot of audio fiction because I'm writing audio fiction and Mm -hmm. it gets very distracting. I can't enjoy the story because I'm constantly thinking, well, oh, I need to do this with this Mm -hmm. part of my story. Um, so recently, actually, I, I, uh, on the way here, I've caught up with Welcome to Night Vale, which is an, okay. was my my first ever like audio fiction. Same. With a, as with a lot of people. And I also listened to a um uh a nonfiction podcast mm-hmm. called Yoga is Dead <laughs> that um Ellie uh Fernandez Collins recommended and I love it. <laughs> I love the I love the the um the Kind of propagation of conversations mm-hmm. about community building mm-hmm. in a lot of and in, in in intersection with the more spiritual connotations of yoga. Mm-hmm. So that has actually been very interesting to, to kind of sit down and listen to and see how other people are kind of making these community conversations. Because mm-hmm. interestingly enough, 
that is going to be a central theme in season three of Karima is um, community conversation, hard communicating community conversations. So yeah, heads up on that. <laughs> I'm very excited. Yes. All right. Uh, I think that is all the time we have for today. Um, in the meantime, uh, do you have a cause you'd like to shout out? Um, anyone you'd like, uh, you'd like to, uh, have our listeners go check out? Ah, okay. So I have been, um, kind of a, a de facto mentor for Freshly Squeezed Pulp. It is a podcast, uh, audio fiction productions that are, that are out of Duke University. Um, uh, they've, very, very sweetly have asked me to, to, to you know, kind of give them some pointers. So um, they are college kids doing a production. <laughs> and, like, I, I really think it's really important to bring in people to to create new stories. So um, from new perspectives. And, and especially, like, younger podcasters who are still figuring things out, not just podcasting, but life in general. <laughs> so I definitely want to give a shout-out to Freshly Squeezed Pulp. Um, you can find them by just searching Freshly Squeezed Pulp. And we'll make sure to include links in the uh, the descriptions. Um, perfect. Uh, once again, where can we find you online? Yes, you can find me online. Um, let's just do Twitter, at uh, Lisette Walking. That is L-I-S-E-T-T-E, walking, like you're walking your dog. <laughs> and then at Kalila Stormfire for the show. And at uh, Stormfire LLC for Stormfire Productions. Perfect. Thank you so much. Thank you. The intro and outro music for all IPM episodes is Morning Dew by Liquid and used under a Creative Commons license. The link is in the show notes. You can support International Podcast Month via coffee or PayPal and by retweeting, sharing, and talking about the event using the IPM 2019 hashtag. Head on over to internationalpodcastmonth.com for the month-long blog and information on the event. International Podcast Month, celebrating creators, sharing listeners.